Welcome to HR Rockstar, the podcast that is determined to make an HR Rockstar out of you. Hello, human resourcers. I'm your host and everyone's favorite HR Rockstar, Christopher Hope. And we have another great episode for you, human resourcers. Our last episode, our last couple of episodes have dealt with recruiting and getting the best candidates to apply and accept jobs with your company. But the process of hiring the best doesn't end once the offer is accepted. After all, what good does it do to have a great teammate accept the job only to leave after a few months? Well, this is where a well-planned and executed onboarding process can help by getting that new teammate off on the right foot. Recognizing the importance of onboarding and knowing that it is not simply signing paperwork and reviewing the company handbook is another thing that separates HR rock stars from the rest of the pack. So let's punch our ticket and work our way to the front of the platform for HR Rockstar episode 15, Onboarding, All Aboard This Crazy Train. Dear listeners, we all know the importance of attracting, interviewing, and hiring the best candidates. But what are our plans once they're committed to joining the team? We've all been the applicant before, and we all know the importance of making that great first impression with a potential employer. But how far will a candidate get if, after the first interview, they're just going through the motions and doing the bare minimum to land the job? Even more so, if they're not performing during the first few weeks on the job. In most cases, that initial impression, no matter how good it was, will start to fade and the potential employer will start thinking, is this truly the right candidate for our company? The same can be said when you look at it in reverse. The company wants to make a great initial impression to attract candidates to apply, interview, and accept the job. But if after all this, the company simply starts going through the motions, that new employee may start thinking, is this the right company for me? Did I make a mistake committing to this organization? A recent global study found that the number one challenge that CEOs list is not attracting top talent, but retaining them once they join the team. That investment in top-notch recruiting doesn't mean much if you're not keeping them. It's in this context that onboarding becomes an extension of the recruiting process as it lays the foundation of a firm relationship between the company and the employee. It's a continuation of making that great first impression on the teammate. A great onboarding process can help improve retention and can actually lead to higher levels of employee engagement. Unfortunately, many companies still have the mindset that once hired, they're guaranteed the loyalty of the new employee. Now, that might have been the case years ago, but it no longer applies, especially when recruiting millennials and Generation Z. So the onboarding model is evolving from the traditional model of the employee orientation to a process to fully integrate the new teammate into the culture. On average, employers lose 17% of new hires within the first 90 days. And much of this is due to ineffective onboarding. Studies have shown that effective onboarding can increase retention rates by 50%. 
Now that you know it's important, you may be asking, what does great HR Rockstar quality onboarding look like? Fear not. Zelda and I are here to provide you with great ideas and to improve your onboarding process. First of all, the onboarding process should start before the teammate's first day. Generally, when you have an accepted offer, there's a period of at least two weeks before the actual start date. Remember, during this time, the candidate will not be in an isolation booth. They may have other offers come in and they can easily rescind their acceptance of your offer. So it's important to maintain open lines of communication. Check in via phone, email, or text to make sure all questions are being answered and to keep that excitement level up of joining your team. If there are pre-employment items to complete, such as background checks or drug screens, make sure they have clear instructions and nothing is confusing to them. A couple of days before their start, give them a call or shoot them a text to make sure they know when to arrive, where to go, who to ask for, and so on. Think about little things that may seem like common sense to you, but may cause confusion to a nervous teammate on their first day. I remember having one teammate who spent her first week struggling to find a parking spot on the street because she didn't know there was a basement parking garage. It's a good idea to prepare a first day what to expect list that can be emailed to your new hires that explains all those little things that will help ease the apprehension of starting a new job. So keep in contact during the time between the offer acceptance and the start date and provide them with as much information as possible to avoid confusion and keep them comfortable with coming to work for you. That brings us to the actual first day when you want to welcome them to the team with excitement. This is your next chance to make a great impression. You want them to feel valued from that very first day. A tiny pulse survey shows that 22% of turnover happens within the first 45 days of employment. If a teammate feels undervalued or their initial training is a hot mess, they may start looking. So extend a warm welcome. Have a dry erase board or poster paper out front on an easel welcoming them to the team. Prepare a welcome kit for them with items such as koozies or pins with the company logo, a list of nearby restaurants, a card welcoming them to the team signed by everyone in their department, and maybe an introductory message from the CEO. Be creative. Notify the entire team of the new employee's arrival and have them ready to greet and introduce themselves. Make sure the hiring manager and supervisor greets them from the very first day, even if they're going to be in orientation all that first day. Be organized. Have any paperwork ready to be reviewed and signed by the team member. Even better, if you haven't already done so, go electronic with your initial paperwork. This creates convenience not only for new teammates, but for HR as well. Automating the process frees up HR from chasing down, entering, and filing paperwork and provides more time you can spend developing and fostering efficient and engaging processes. Likewise, new hires can focus more on learning about the company and culture and on the job they're hired to do. 
It's important on the first day for the teammate to learn as much as possible about the company and the employees they'll be working with. It's a good idea to have an introduction from the general manager or CEO welcoming new teammates to the company. If this can be done in person, that's the best way to go. If not, produce a welcome video. I was fortunate in my longest tenured job to work with a general manager who insisted on having an hour on the first day of orientation to introduce himself to the new teammates, talk about the company, and answer any questions they had. However it works out for you to do it, your initial information should include the company's history and culture and what sets you apart from competitors and other companies. Review the mission statement, the company values, the strategic vision, and of course, safety training and signing off on critical policies such as harassment and, and EEO should take place as early in the process as possible. This can be accomplished through small face-to-face -face meetings or larger presentations with multiple presenters. And you can do parts of it in video as well. You also want the teammate to meet as many of the team as possible and learn not only about their work area, but the entire operation. So arrange a tour of your office areas, your manufacturing floor, whatever constitutes your work environment. Give an explanation of your processes and where they fit into it. In conjunction with this, you may have your department managers give an orientation for their area. This can be part of the tour as a presentation to the orientation group, or once again, it can be done in video form. This attention from all parts of the organization not only helps the new employee understand what you do and how you do it, but gives them the sense that they're important to the entire team and not just to their particular department. Also, consider assigning an orientation buddy. Now, this should be an established employee working in the same or a similar department that will help the teammate on a more personal level as they get used to the new environment. They can stress how to prepare for the weekly meeting, who to contact for IT assistance, or simply the best spots to go for lunch. Having this one-on-one -on -one interaction will help acclimate the new employee to the team, give them a head start in forming those important relationships, and also just with the general feeling of fitting in. Work with your hiring manager so they're prepared for the new teammates as well. Make sure they have a plan to train and set initial expectations. Everyone's busy, but it's imperative that new hires get clear direction from the get-go to decrease confusion and increase productivity. So to many, this is where onboarding would cease. You've got the teammate initially trained, introduced and acclimated to the area. Mission accomplished, move on to other things. But really, onboarding is just beginning. It's important during those first few weeks and months to follow up and provide feedback to make sure onboarding is going as intended. For HR, this may mean informally dropping by their workstation, just ask how's it going a few times. It may also include a formal one-on-one -on -one after 30 or 60 days to address questions and concerns and to provide feedback. HR should also make sure the company is living up to the expectations of the teammate. Are they happy with the culture, the way things are done, with their team? The supervisor should follow a similar path, although their contact should be
be even more frequent. If this is a small department, it may come easy. For larger departments, it may be something that has to be scheduled. New teammates should receive a formal review, usually at the end of their first 90 days, but informal feedback and one-on-ones from the supervisor should be happening frequently before any formal review. Supervisors should be addressing any concerns with work performance, as well as providing praise for accomplishments. They should encourage questions from the teammate and approach it from a standpoint of, I'm here to listen and to help. Just as importantly, the supervisor will be getting to know their teammates and the teammates will be getting to know them. Ideally, anything addressed in the initial formal review shouldn't come as a surprise to the teammate as it should have been addressed beforehand. Establishing this rapport early will set the foundation for that all-important relationship with the supervisor that is so critical for retention and engagement. Of course, accomplishing all this will require the cooperation and commitment from department managers and supervisors. And this is where you have to step up as an HR rock star and be a leader. Stress the importance of thorough onboarding to productivity, engagement, and retention. Point out the cost of losing a new teammate and having to start the process all over again. Get the support of your general manager or CEO to stress the importance of effective onboarding and provide the direction for your supervisors and managers and offer your assistance along the way. Most importantly, don't neglect or diminish the importance of an organized and thorough onboarding process. Getting your new teammates off on the right foot is critical in their development as productive, engaged, and long-term employees. And this is critical in your further development as an HR rock star. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in to another episode. If you enjoyed it, please encourage your teammates and colleagues to give us a listen. You can follow us on Twitter at HR underscore Rockstar82. Credit for our theme song goes to my good friend Chuck Sawyer. And until next time, keep on rocking the HR world.